Hi, I'm Stu Buchanan, and you're listening to Out From Under on Resonance Extra, a programme which dives deep beneath the surface of the Australian music scene. We're celebrating experimental and eclectic music from the other side of the world. On this week's programme, we're talking with experimental singer, songwriter and producer Ella Stiles. Now, she first came to prominence a few years ago in bands that we might recognise as being more traditional rock bands. And for those that followed her work through that period, her debut album represented something of a radical shift. She was initially mixing a cappella drones and tape loops and later incorporating synths and drum machines into a kind of experimental mesh of sound. But it still had the craft of songwriting at the core. As a result, I guess she's now best described as an artist that seems to move in several different directions at once. Her third album is due for release very shortly and is an unashamed pop record. And simultaneously waiting in the wings is an additional full-length album of reworks of her back catalogue, re-recorded for harmonium and voice. We're going to take a trip through Ella's career on this week's Out From Under with a selection of tracks from her back catalogue, as well as exclusive previews of music from those two upcoming albums. We'll get into the interview in just a second, but we're going to start with a track from her debut, suitably named Untitled Drone. a jumping on point for your work you released that debut album under your own name back in 2014 but you've been making music for a a long time before that yeah before I did the solo record I I mean my first band when I was like 18 was songs from Sydney we did a couple of records yeah we kind of broke up in 2013 or something but I kind of been working on my own stuff for a while But I also was in another band, um, Bushwalking, which was a Melbourne band around that time as well. The debut album, though, was pretty different to that work you've been doing with songs and Bushwalking because those were rock bands, essentially. Yeah. Whereas your debut is much more experimental. What was the kind of decision process to to jump off into a very different pathway? Um, I just wanted to make something with no music. (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm a singer. I, I would say I would call myself a singer primarily, but um, yeah, I just wanted to see if I could just make a record with just just using voice. Um, and I, I I was quite into like I still am you like into um, folk music and stuff. And I liked you know that acapella stuff. Like um, I think I was listening to like Anne Briggs and stuff like that. And I liked her acapella stuff. Just how stark it was. Just just very brave. For people who don't know Anne Briggs, can you tell us a little bit about her? She was an English folk singer. I think she's still alive. Yeah, she did a lot of stuff, a lot of folk stuff um, with Bert Jansch 
on guitar, um, but she also did a bit of a cappella stuff as well. She had a few albums with a couple of a cappella songs on them. And um, yeah, I was just kind of really obsessed with that. I love her voice and it's not perfect. I really like that. mentioned Anne Briggs there but one of the other artists um that I've heard you reference and indeed cover was Shirley Collins now is she in the yeah. kind of same space as Anne Briggs yeah I think her music was a bit more traditional maybe than Anne Briggs or her voice was maybe I don't know but yeah that No Roses album I think from the 60s or 70s that she did with the Albion band I think it is she just has really great songs those songs and arrangements. Yeah, that um Murder of Maria Martin, that's the one I covered. Um I just loved the the arrangement of that song and the vocal melody. And I ended up um making a drone just to sing over and did that one a cappella. Well, what's the story behind that song? The Murder of Maria Martin, do you know? I think it was a real like a true story. Um a woman who got murdered by her husband to be. He ended up he buried her under the under the red barn and her father dug her up and he was hung for it.
That song itself, it also features on an EP of yours, Preparation EP, which was the first one that you released on Paradise Daily. Paradise Daily is now, I guess, very much part of your life because it's uh, it's a label that you that you run, right, with, with a couple of other people. Jazz Brooking runs Paradise Daily. I just help out um, here and there when I can. Yeah, I released the Preparation EP, which was kind of like a yeah, preparation for a show, I think. That one's got a song called Chime Child, which is actually a cappella. So I recorded that to tape and it was sort of um, an old tape, so it kind of sounds really um, warped and fucked up a mm. bit. It's quite eerie. Chime, chime, white 
I'm interested in Paradise Daily. Can you talk, can you talk about the label for people who don't know it? Um, it's a small label. It used to just be cassette releases. And then we kind of decided that we'd try and do more vinyl releases in the future. So um, the first vinyl release was actually my second solo record, which was Molten Metal. And um, since then, we've done a few um, seven inches, um, a couple of more LPs, uh, Sex Tourists for one, uh, Sydney band Sex Tourists, and we recently released Multiple Man LP. The next release, I think, is going to be a band from Sydney called Knitted Abyss. That's really cool. I really can't wait for that one. And there's also uh, LA Suffocated will be soon as well. Mm. It's kind of a bit up in the air with exact dates at the moment because I think they're just finishing it off. But um, that's a really exciting one. But that debut, I mean, it's kind of when you listen to it on vinyl, so you've got two halves, and, and the first half is certainly those kind of short, let's say, folk songs or components of that, whereas mm. on the flip, it was kind of one long uh, kind of drone vocal piece. I think the, the two halves, yeah, are like the short pieces, and then sort of, yeah, the long drone piece was kind of sort of like um, turned into my second record, which I used a lot of vocal drones. Mm. But, yeah, I guess it was just kind of because I wrote the first half at it in a different mm. time and then I sort of had moved on a little bit from that. So mm. I, I wanted to start layering vocals and, uh, yeah, experimenting with mm. um, with that a bit more. Mm. What took you into that space of using vocals in that way, sort of moving away from the song-based approach and layering them? I just like the texture of a lot of voices and I like to think of new harmonies and um, it kind of just sound doesn't ends up, sounding nothing like a voice anymore, I think, in a way.
taken from a debut self-titled album. That's Ella Styles and Drone Transitions on Out From Under. You're listening to Resonance Extra. I'm Stuart Buchanan. We're talking to Ella on this week's programme, and we're now going to pick up on her story again, talking about her second album, Molten Metal. You mentioned there your second album, Molten Metal. You'd sort of moved away from that point of just exclusively doing acapella, right? There's more kind of, I guess, kind of industrial style electronics coming through in that one. I kind of had a lot of the material for that record in terms of sounds and um, ideas from just experimenting with like recording harmonium to tape and sort of... um, fucking with the sound a bit and um, I had a lot of things which I just collected. I just sit or, sit in my room and make sort of little bits of sound and then I sort of just used all that stuff that I collected to as textures in the record, uh, you know, background textures and then sort of built songs around those experiments. As I kept working on it, uh, the drum machine stuff came into it and, um, yeah, just kind of... As a mixture of drum machine and and yeah, just those background textures that I that you know some like feedback and running it through different amps and reamping it and stuff, which kind of just a lot of accidents really, but you know they sounded cool.
at work now, I believe, on your next record, although you've got a couple yeah. of records, it seems, in play. Tell us where you're at with this new album, with the third album you're on. Um, yeah, so this will be my third solo record. Um, it's it's a pop record. Um, so I've always loved pop music, but I've never been brave enough to um, actually, you know, do that. But now, yeah, there's no denying it. This is a pure pop record. What to so in that direction? Just because I love to sing, I just I just wrote these songs that are fun to sing and like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've always kind of just just wanted to be a pop star, I guess. <laughs> it's a pretty unusual trajectory for a pop star, you know, make two very eclectic and experimental records before dropping your pop album. Yeah, well, I love, I've been writing songs on piano, like um, piano ballads as well, which is really fun and it, it kind of translates into pop music. You know, you can write a song on a piano and then it can end up being like a techno song, you know, just like I love writing vocal melodies and um, little synth parts and stuff. I just kind of got into songwriting a lot with this record because something I've always struggled with, but um, it just sort of happened really easily. And I wrote all these, like there's 10 songs on the record and they're all sort of, they're all really poppy, um, except there's one piano ballad, which will be the only the only um, song that doesn't have drums on it, mm. um, just voice and piano. But, um, yeah, I just kind of got addicted to writing songs and um like learning about choruses and bridges and stuff, which I'd never done before. Mm. I'm producing it myself, you know, so it's like <laughs> it's a lot of learning for me because I'm doing electronic stuff and um, so it's just taking a long, like way longer than I thought. been sort of playing particularly coming off the back of, of your first two albums playing gigs in more kind of maybe experimental or, or certainly kind of left field spaces do you think with this one that's going to take you into kind of other spaces or do you still feel comfortable playing pop music within those venues that you're accustomed to um yeah it's sometimes hard playing because mostly i get asked to play with like punk bands and stuff and um it's kind of a bit it's becoming increasingly hard to do that because I feel like those shows are less kind of open to to my style of music now. But I, I that's the kind of shows that I get asked to play. You know, friends and stuff want me to play, and 
but I think some people don't understand why I'm playing those shows a bit mm. <laughs> um, when it is just like mostly techno that I'm playing and pop stuff. So it's a bit uncomfortable for me sometimes, like when I can tell people like what's going on here. But I'm not really in the, um, you know, like club scene or techno scene or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I don't know how people take it because it's kind of like I'm just coming in from the completely different perspective. That's a brief glimpse of the upcoming third album from Ella Styles, an unashamed, unabashed pop record. There's another new album on the way, something quite different, and we'll hear about that in just a moment. But before we get there, I wanted to ask Ella about a 2017 project of hers, a collaborative record of what we might call experimental folk songs called Golden Scalpel. This is what she had to say. Golden Scalpel was a collaboration between um, Jensen Chung and I, he and I dated for many years, <laughs> but um, we've since broken up. But, um, yeah, we made this record, which um, is called Golden Scalpel, and it's just sort of like half and half songs um, written by him and me. Um, and they were recorded over many years, like probably from 2013 to as recently as last year. Um, it just took a long time to come out. They're very much, yeah, very intimate songs, I think, and quite sad too. Um, I guess they're mostly folk songs. We both did the instrumentation and, yeah, we kind of just were sending each other ideas and songs and when we'd get together we'd work on them together and, yeah, it just took a lot of, um, a lot of time but we got there in the end. Oh, 
You mentioned when we were talking over email our Harmonium album, which sounds really interesting. Mm. I have finished that one actually. It's completely done. It's um, seven songs, and there's a, th- a couple of songs from my first record, the a cappella ones, redone on Harmonium. And then the half, the other half or whatever is um, songs off my new record. So it was interesting because um, I just did them on Harmonium. They've sort of translated really well from techno pop songs onto harmonium if that makes sense you can imagine that (laughs) i think when yeah i think just like if the song is good then it you know can translate it into anything they sort of still stand up and how long have you been playing harmonium and what what sort of got you into that as an instrument my friend emma actually gave it to me i just wanted to borrow it just to do some sound stuff make some tape loops and stuff like that and then, yeah, she ended up giving it to me and, yeah, kind of just been I – don't, I don't know how to play it. I just kind of worked it out. I, mostly I just tape the, the keys down and play.
That's an exclusive preview of the forthcoming Harmonium record by Ella Styles, as yet untitled. That track is called Cum Mela, originally taken from her debut album, reworked for Harmonium and Voice. Now, to see us through to the end of this week's episode of Out From Under, I want to take a track from a 2016 cassette from Ella. Uh, It's full of dark synth drones, tape loops and harmonium. And we're going to take the title track from that cassette. It's called Black Metal. Now, you can find this and all of Ella's recent releases via Paradise Daily on Bandcamp. This is Ella Styles and Black Metal.
That's Ella Styles and the title track of our 2016 cassette release, Black Metal. That brings us to the end of this week's episode of Out From Under. Thanks to Ella Styles for talking to us on this week's programme. And also thanks to Peter and the team at Resonance FM. You can find programme notes at bit.ly slash outfromunderradio. That's bit.ly slash outfromunderradio. If you missed any of the episodes in this season of Out From Under, you can find them all as podcasts. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just look for Out From Under. You can keep in touch with the programme by following me on Facebook at Stu Buchanan AU. I also post on Twitter and Instagram as Stuart Buchanan. I'll be back again in seven days' time. I'm Stu Buchanan. Thanks for listening to Out From Under. <laughs>